0: Hello and welcome to the 13th edition of the
1: Smoking Syndicate Roundtable. I'm Barry DePlissy alongside a, a panel of a distinguished gentlemen. I have Ben Lee, William Cooper, Aaron Nielsen will be joining us in just a moment, but we have the one, the only, the incomparable Fred Rui joining us tonight as we smoke our 13th cigar on the 13th Roundtable, lucky number 13, and it's a special cigar indeed. We have the EP Carrillo, Aura EP Carrillo, Sing. Wow limited edition cigar now these this cigar has a very special I don't know want to say well it's a it's a very special cigar but it's a lot of special cigars so we're gonna change things up tonight normally we smoke the same cigar we're gonna rattle the cages change it up a little bit, and we're going to get into details right now. But welcome, everyone, to the 13th roundtable of the Smoky Syndicate as we smoke the Aura E.P. Carrillo Trial limited edition cigars tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to William Cooper. He's got the details on this fantastic and unique project by the one, the only, Ernesto Perez Carrillo Jr.
2: Well, cool. i got to break the bad news to you. It's the 12th roundtable, so it's, it's, it's not Lucky 13, unfortunately well fantastic
1: i thought were right lucky 12, 12.
2: It, but it's 12 and 12 zodiac yeah. yeah but it is 12 well i knew there was something special about the numbers yeah no, yeah so just wanted to i was actually <laughs> trying to stop you i was like no it's <laughs> no it's all good uh it's all good um because i have done a far worse with some some butchering of uh some pronunciation. So as, as Bear said, yeah, this is a very different. Uh, it's very different for a lot of reasons. First of all, it's different because we're, we're also going to be smoking a different cigar tonight. Uh, Aaron Nielsen will be joining us um, soon enough to talk about that. Um, and it's the first time we brought in a guest panelist uh, outside the four. So I was with Fred in the Dominican Republic. We were, Somehow we got on the subject of this show and this cigar and he was like volunteering his services, and considering I, 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 like he drove me, he got me transportation the whole week <laughs> in the Dominican. I'm like, you know, it was the least I could do. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the least you could do, Buy him a cigar. He got me, he got me back to my hotel early, named after nights. an animal. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, this is so, and it's a very different project for uh, Ernesto Perez unit E.P. Carrillo. So the Aura is a, um, it's a super premium offering um these cigars the, the, this they come in this beautiful set i'm going to open the box and you'll see why i don't do unboxing videos in a second um this retails for a thousand dollars so if you do the math these cigars are 80 something dollars and change each so not not cheap by any means meant to be looking
1: up friend he's he's making it up to you now
2: wow yeah <laughs> um all the cigars come in a six by 52 torpedo so that's the one important, uh, I'd say, comment on that is that you'll have every uh, every one of these will be in a torpedo format. Um, now, I did pull apart the, this set for the purposes of the roundtable. So um, we have um, everyone, that we be five panelists tonight, and everyone got two cigars, uh, two cigars each. One cigar is, because uh, these are Zodiac, I didn't even mention these, everyone, there's 12 cigars, and they have one for each year of the Chinese Zodiac. So, um, the box was pulled apart. Everyone got the year they were born in, uh, the Chinese zodiac. It happened, it will happen that we all had a different zodiac, which made it easier. And then everyone got a bonus cigar to enjoy on their own with that. Um, as far as the box, like I said, it's a pretty nice box. I'm going to open up the box here, uh, so you can see the packaging. And it comes in one of these, uh, nice, uh, red velvet sleeves, right? Nice. I got that right um when you kind of pull this out um there is a uh a really nice this is humid this is humidor quality they give you even inside of here um an actual humidification device if you want to use it i didn't use it now there's no cigars in here right i had a i did pull out all the cigars And then, as per anything that is reviewed by me on Smoking Syndicate or Cigar Coop, it goes into one humidor. So, I did pull these out. And then, the really cool thing is this blend book that's at the bottom here. Let me see if I can show it. So, there's a blend book here, and you kind of, uh, it gives you all the information on the blends that we are going to be smoking tonight. So, they're all right here in red red and white. Yep. I don't know if that kind of comes up. So, for example, I have you're the snake there. I I didn't want to pull up, Fred's going to try to guess his blend tonight. On that. So uh they uh but but so I'll just say this all 12 blends are different um to a high degree. If you haven't looked at the blends, wow. they're all they're not like hey, I just maybe I, I didn't see any evidence of I changed the priming kind of deal. They all have most there's, there's different wrappers. Um maybe some use the same wrapper, but there's other components under there that are different. The only thing is is the torpedo size. Which I actually said incorrectly, it's six and an eighth by fifty-two here. It's okay, um, I messed up
1: the number of the show. you Yeah, I
2: messed up the yeah, but no, it's okay. So I mean, um, so that is that is, but this will be a little different because everyone's going to have a uh, a different experience with the cigar. Um, like I said, it's the first time we're caught up. So we're <clears> it's the first time we are not smoking the same blend tonight. So I it'll be interesting to see how this goes, Ben and Bear. I, I we haven't done this before, so we're venturing into some new territory tonight. Um, as far as that goes. <laughs> Did I not cover anything, anything I want to cover still? Well, we normally cover
1: the blends, but Fred doesn't want to know his. So I think we, we can so, all kind of adopt so, that exercise a little bit. So <laughs> what, we'll do, the...
2: what, what we'll do. OK, what we could do is if you guys are OK, with, it, we could say the blends when we do the wrap up. That sounds great. What that... where
1: where Are they all are they all
2: manufactured La La Alianza? I mean, they're all like... La Alianza, Yeah, they're okay. all La, La Alianza, Yeah. So, uh, but a pretty, so pretty cool. And I and I want to disclose that this this set was provided by EP Carrillo. So, uh, we're thanking them in advance for that. Um, hopefully, the cigars. I mean, I'm assuming the cigars are gonna be pretty good. But, uh, but that just so everyone knows. Um, so, you. Know, I'll just say this: This is, you know, um, I, the reason why I think this is very new territory for EP Carrillo is in general they have kept, I think, most of their cigars priced under fifteen dollars. They really haven't, they've always kind of gone towards the affordable price point. I know they've gone a little higher with some of the pledges and stuff, but usually 15 has been the cap. Mm-hmm. This now they're going into like 80 something dollars a cigar here. And most retailers were not going to break this set up. So, like, you weren't going to be able to go in a store and pull out, like, I'm smoking You're the Sheep tonight. You weren't going to be able to just pull that out of this set tonight. Um, and, um, so, I mean, you probably would have to buy the set of this. The other thing that was a little different about this is – and this is for people really into the business end – is E.P. Carillo actually did not handle uh, the distribution there. Uh, they went with an Asian company called Cigar Specialists uh, International. Uh, International, uh, So, they're an Asian distributor. I wonder what they-, they specialize in. Cigar, I, Cigar Specialists, I guess. <laughs> but they've – It's they've, a joke, yeah, who- I know. <laughs> so, they – a lot of this went to the Asian market, but, but US retailers were still able to order it. However, the distribution company, it, you couldn't buy this from your local EP Carillo rep. You had to go through cigar specialists to go do that. So if you wanted these cigars, you had to go through them. And this company, like I said, they primarily serve the Asian market. So again, I think there was, uh, you know, they're trying to capitalize on that market, which some of the high premium cigars have been doing very well with.
0: got a question for the panel later uh once we get into this and everything but i think
1: it's i think it's uh i i think I, I think the question that we can ask and and fred you might be able to provide some insight too is how um not just with these type of cigars obviously but um the the asian market when it comes to luxury goods and like cigars for example has been i mean it's all it's it's been on the rise for 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 years right i mean are, is there do you foresee a there will probably be one day, but do you foresee a uh, a situation in the very near future where Asia takes over the uh, the premium cigar market out, um, outside of the United States?
3: I mean, if I was going to, I mean, you know, you look at population, you'd say, yeah, it's given. But I, I still think it's, it's definitely a luxury scenario there that I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. I mean, if you look at the U.S., you know, numbers and everything else like that. I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. It's not to say that it never happened, but um, for for a culture to adopt it that broadly,
0: um, I don't know, that'd be pretty impressive. Good question. Um, that's a good question. So I, I kind of, I, I took mine out of the cell phone because I wanted to
1: kind of take a look at mine. Um, I have the Year of the Pig. Yep. So, do we want to go through each of our, our individual ones and before we light up here?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: We all know Aaron's going to catch up once he gets here anyway. So, uh, I have the Year of the Pig. Um, we have the Aura EP Carrillo, um, uh, Swin Chow, and then there's a secondary band with, an, uh, with a pig on there. Let me see if I can get this a little closer to the camera. Um, gorgeous, okay. gorgeous looking uh, cigar band, secondary band, and then, of course, Coop's favorite, the uh, the felt footband too. Um, I'm gonna go off on that. <laughs> um, this uh, this particular wrapper, I mean, I have a pretty good idea what it is. Very very toothy, very rustic. Uh, a lot of bumps, a lot of veins, a lot of a nice oily sheen to it. Um, you know, got some pretty good idea of what it is uh, just from the way it smells too. Um, and everything so um uh, pretty excited about my uh my birthday my birthday cigar here so coop what is uh what does your look yours look like
2: okay uh so i am smoking it depends how you translate this uh i've seen this called you're the sheep by several uh several folks and several other cigar companies but they are calling this you're the goat which it's the same it's the same year um, so you can see it's a. You just don't want to uh, refer to yourself as the goat, do you? Oh, let's not. Please no. So, solid move. Yeah. Please <laughs> no. I'm like, uh, we're not. Yeah, definitely not. But um, very pristine Wrapper, I do know what the bun is on this. Very pristine wrapper Um, for sure, it's kind of I'd say got a little bit of a silky look to it. Um, I love the taper on this head. You know my feeling on ribbons on cigars that are, o- are over twenty dollars, <laughs> they shouldn't be there. They shouldn't. The, these ribbons should. I understand you should have something covering the footer. I don't understand. I I some people argue with me. It's better than a uh, a paper band, though. So, but I've had that argument. You know, I don't like ribbons on expensive cigars, but they could do. I don't know. It's that's just me. I might know being nitpicky, but I, I do love the bands on this. Uh, so you know, and the bands all have the same design on it, uh, with the exception of the secondary band which has a little symbol of uh like I said the animal that's on here so um interesting he all went with torpedoes too uh, ernesto he's not known as a torpedo guy ernesto so i was a little su- you know surprised on that he has some t- i know he has some out there like i know you are very fond of one bear but in general he doesn't make a lot of torpedoes anymore it seems like yeah i mean the uh the
1: most notable one that he as as of late is the um, outside of his core uh, is the uh, the Le Carême, um Belcosefino for yep. Crown Heads that he does yeah. uh, now as an annual,
2: yep, an annual release. And the Valientes.
1: right? I mean, outside of his core is what I was talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep,
2: exactly, exactly. So, um, and that's like that's a question I just wanted to ask Ernesto. Was there something he was going for with the torpedo in the Asian market? You know, I just kind of curious on that. And these are rounded Parejo Torpedoes as well. All
0: right. uh, ben, why don't you tell us about yours?
4: Yeah, so mine, let's see it right here a little bit. It's the Year the Rabbit. So it's I was born in 1975, so that's why I got this one. And it's actually, actually a really good-looking cigar. Um, I don't know what the blend is, have no clue. Um. It kind of looks like a Bono wrapper. Not sure, um, but it's a really you know it's it's slightly bumpy, but it, other than that, it's you know it's kind of um really good wrap cigar construction. Looks excellent, um, especially you know the tip of the torpedo is really nice, symmetrical, which to an you know engineer is <laughs> kind of a good thing. I like I like seeing that.
1: Mine's um, a little lopsided. I'm not gonna
4: lie. <laughs> it's yeah this wagon. one this one looks pretty good the wrapper like i said it's got a toothy wrapper but the you know the seams are almost they just disappear but the other one that i got was the um you're the monkey and uh it's a maduro it looks to me like it's it's a maduro wrapper and that wrapper is a lot rougher looking than this one is a lot rougher actually um but uh, this one that looks really good. I think they really did a pretty good job with this one. So looking forward to uh lighting this up and we'll seeing how it goes.
2: So I will say something about Baron and Ben cigars. Um they have a wrapper on it, which the wrapper's Yours not doesn't. used on it. Well when, let me finish the sentence, okay? <laughs> that wrapper's yeah. not used that wrapper's not used on any of the other blends. Hmm. Oh, cool. So yeah, that one is uh, so that's what's unique about that one. Um that not the case with Fred's. I'll just say it's not the case with Fred's blend. That wrapper is used somewhere else, but it's a completely different blend under the covers. Fred, why don't you tell us a little bit about your cigar?
3: Uh, well, looks exactly like yours, uh, except I have a little horse there. It's, there we go. I kind of see a little bit. I have a footer band. Barry, you said you had a felt foot, footer band. Do you actually have a felt or is it the regular nylon? Because I feel I, I, I don't have felt. So I kind of yeah. feel like. Yeah, you're right. It's, I, I it's, felt it's, like it's I was ribbon. already, I was already a gorgeous looking wrapper. It's got a little bit of a sheen to it. Um, it's it's an Ecuadorian wrapper, but yeah. we'll we'll find out later. But um, it's definitely, it definitely looks like an Ecuadorian wrapper. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to smoke because I, I I did cut mine already, uh, while we were talking, and um, both the footer and where I had to cut tobacco is very evenly. Like, I mean, if you feel the cigar, there's there's not one bit of flaw, not not any gaps to it. It's firm. Uh, did a quick little draw on it. The draw on it's perfect. The dry draw on it's perfect. So I'm um, looking forward to smoking it.
2: Okay, so a couple. So just so you know, for what we're gonna be doing is we will go through this. Uh, we'll do initial impressions, and the mm-hmm. first third, and the second third. And then, and the third, third followed by a wrap up, um, and then on that wrap up piece, we'll ask you to give it a numerical score. Okay. So a traditional one to one hundred score, not Aaron Loomis style. Um, mm-hmm. On that, and uh, am I leaving anything out that Fred needs to know? Uh, I. I but... Go ahead. No, I'll just say it?
1: no. Yeah, that covers it.
3: Okay. I do want to say one thing in defense of the footer ribbon, though, uh, Coop, and I, and I understand where you're coming from on here. What I do appreciate if you are going to do a footer ribbon is that it's taped. It's not glued. Yes. Uh, I, and, I, and, I, and, and I 100% think that makes all the difference. It was not hard for me to you know, remove the tape from it and open it up. When you glue them, uh, it, you know sometimes you get lucky. My, my first shot when I have this usually is to just try to see if I can just pull it off. Um, and, and on a glue one, sometimes you get lucky, and that's good. But um, I'm glad that he taped them, because I think you're going to do any any cigar, whether it's high-end or not, yeah. if you're going to do that, I think you really do have to tape them.
2: Yeah, and I'll also give a little defense on this as well. Uh, it, it's not sloppily put on these ribbons either. No. Um, no. I mean, I picked on Steve Sacco with a $100 cigar having a, a ribbon, like a nylon ribbon on it, right? Um, but I'll say it's the same thing on him. That ribbon wasn't put on sloppy either. So, right. But I have seen these sloppy ribbons put on. Um, which is sometimes why this gives maybe it gave me a little negative connotation. Maybe it's unfair in this case. Just so, don't glue
3: ribbons, just don't. Oh,
2: please don't. Just don't. Yeah, like I, I have not smoked, I don't think any of us have smoked these cigars in the series yet. Nielsen, I can't speak for him, he but um, so I don't know. He probably, how he probably bought practice. a box, yeah, he probably bought several boxes. It's only a thousand dollars for him. <laughs> yeah, so and by the way, his 30 minutes is. Forty-five minutes already. So.
0: <laughs>
2: he's on Nielsen time. He's yeah. probably not mad at me. I said that. No, he he's he's, uh,
4: he's doing family stuff right now, so he yeah. We're still going to give him, him shit though. Yeah. Well, we have to. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. So I mean, he could buy a box of these easily. Yeah. So all right. So I think we're. Um. I don't have anything else to add, to you guys. Either. I'm gonna go ahead and
4: clip the. Let's clip the tip
2: Clip the tip. Now we haven't. Have we? Oh, we did do a tour. We have done torpedoes on the show before because we did the Cuba Aliados, that infamous show. The J. Davis, J. Davis got a cool sale from us on that. So,
1: ironically, another EP career made cigar. Yeah, and we were just talking about how he doesn't do torpedoes very often anymore.
2: Yep. Now, I I am the difference. I do know what my blend is, so I'm gonna have to. Be careful not to disclose it yet,
0: but you can disclose it.
2: Yeah, I just want to keep with the spirit of the show.
0: But I have everyone's blends in. So I'm curious if Ben,
2: I'm curious on the Ben and Bear rappers. Like, Fred, I think yours is going to be much harder to get, but those guys, I'm kind of curious to see what that is.
0: You say I'm I'm already wrong on Ecuadorian. Dang it. I blew it out of the gate. Yeah. So uh dry draw. My my draw is
4: is pretty close, but it's a little loose for me. Um but it, the but the flavors that I get, all the cold draw are really good. I mean it's a little a little bit of hay, leather, some nuttiness, a little bit of wood, and that's a nice little sweetness there as well. But uh, so far, so good. It's, but the draw for mine is, is a tad bit looser than that milkshake draw that I like, but it's not too far off. So I'm not I'm not that worried about it. Okay, Bear, what about you? Yeah the uh,
1: the dry draw was pretty was pretty tight. Um, a little bit uh a little bit firmer than the the milkshake draw that we like so much and everything. Uh, I've already lit my uh, lit my cigar um but um yeah the dry draw was that the the there's a really nice really nice uh sweetness coming off the the foot though for mine um like the kind of dark the dark fruit uh like kind of cordial cherry mixed with some pepper and earth and everything but it was like really 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 nice rich and sweet uh
0: coming off the foot before it was lit. Coop, what about you? Um this is a definite leather note I'm getting off of
2: this, uh for sure. Um so I usually try to avoid the leather term with it, but this is the definite leather note is what I'm getting. But it's there's there's a smoothness to it. So I'm getting a slight cream note. I'm getting a very subtle sweetness, uh, a, a very very su- subtle fruit sweetness. I mean, it's not overly sweet, but I am getting a perfect milkshake draw on mine. So, um, mine is mine is okay, and I'm not I'm not surprised because these were probably rolled at different times. So, if there is some variance, I don't think these were all rolled the same in the same batch. Is what I'm saying. I'm sure these were rolled. And then they were put into the boxes. So I would expect some differences with
0: that.
4: Bro, what about yours? How's it going? Uh,
0: I I lit mine also. Uh,
3: the the draw was perfect for mine. Off the cut, it was it was exactly that sweet spot. I I tend to like. A firmer draw with resistance, but not like so much that you're struggling with any of it. So, the draw, uh, the draw, you know, before I lit it with the draw was perfect. Uh, it is also right after I, I lit it. Um, very uh, reminiscent of more of, of an aged tobacco, a very mature, deep kind of flavors to it. Um, when you, when you, you know, uh, almost, and, and I'm not one of those guys that have a million different flavors in there and stuff like that but it was a little bit of the undertones of like kind of like the, the you know the complex of the raisins and stuff like that which i don't get out of a lot of cigars. um you know there's only a couple i can even think of that i get that but it definitely got that a little bit uh definitely definitely the wood not so much of the um you know what what we talk we, we say barnyard which is which is a horrible term um but basically yeah. not not so much of the graphs not so much Better of the hay. The yeah so um you know initial cold draw i would i would rule out um almost especially after lighting it almost all dominican tobacco as far as binder filler but um you know we'll see how how it plays out but um you know right out of the did gate you. nice
2: did you say you ruled it out or you're ruling it in i'm just curious i would
3: i would rule out dominican tobacco right out of the gate but we just okay. uh i just started okay. it so
2: got it got it
4: yeah we'll go ahead and light them up as well since- Yep. And so, I'm more wrong than I am right,
3: so yep, uh, yep, you know that yep, makes it fun.
4: Yep. Well, so are we. So it's all good.
0: Where did you get your the blend information from? The blend booklet, or did they publish it somewhere? The blend booklet. So I got it from the blend booklet,
2: uh, which was. But I did publish it on Cigar Coop, because I kind of got this right when it was announced. It just, the thing just showed up at my at my house. Well, it's good that Fred, you, uh, Ben, and I don't read cigar coop. No, no, I mean, but Half Wheel had it too, so as soon as I <laughs> they saw it there, so I, I'm, right.
3: I'm, I'm embarrassed to say. So I, I like Ernesto's cigars a lot. I love, I love his factory. I love his methodology. Uh, I like that he that he does a lot of stuff end to bar when it just doesn't make sense from a you know speed of production issue and what he does and how he how he handles his tobacco before it's rolled. Um, I'm a a big fan of what, what he does. Uh, and I'm embarrassed to say when Coop brought this up and we were at dinner, I, I want to say it, Noah, but I don't remember where we were in the DR and he brought this up. I didn't even know about the cigar in existence. I'd never seen it in the wild. I didn't see press releases on it. Um, I didn't even know about the project at all. Uh, so it was completely off my radar. And, you know, I, I like to think that I'm, you know, first and foremost, a, you know, cigar geek and you know, um uh, I hate aficionado, so I'm gonna say enthusianato. Yeah. Um and it wasn't even on my radar and I'm kinda of surprised because I you know, like I said I like a lot of stuff out of this factory and didn't even know about it. And who brought it up like to be, I didn't even know about it.
2: I think, Fred, it was – part of it was – and I'm not sure all the guys knew about it either. So in defense of them, and this isn't a knock, but this was – like I said, this was targeted with an Asian distribution – a company that distributes in Asia primarily. So there was a lot more – I think there was more attention to that originally and add to the fact that, like I said, the reps aren't really talking about it much here because right, they're not right. they're not selling it, right? So I, I can see – this was an international release. I can, I can understand it. Um, I did manage to, like I said, I did manage to pick it up. They sent me uh, a press release and the and the um the box. Actually, I got the box before the press release. Um, so um, you know, I ha- had the details of the information there. I believe, uh, I think, aficionado on half wheel did pick this up as well. Uh, and by the way, aficionado did a nice unboxing of this, much nicer than I did. Um, there's a reason why I don't do unboxing videos,
0: <laughs> but I had to take the cigars out of that. Is what I was. There was, you know, so. How quickly do you think when Aaron gets here, he can catch up to us? Ten minutes. Is he has he messaged us? No, <clears throat> he is off grid right now. So, oh good.
2: Believe me, I think he. I he's got families. So I know he. I want. I know he would want to be here for this. So. uh
4: he'll he'll be here.
3: It's <laughs> well, interesting when you talk about somebody taking on a higher end cigar and I know you guys have talked about it and you can't help but you know you you factor price in and you look at some of the high-end cigars that I, I think people have done a good job trying to remove price because you know we, we all look at value at some point um you know so you, you kind of have to remove it but when you know and, and, and the new, you know look you know $10 was the new eight then 12 became the new 10 and now now we're getting 14 to 16 dollar cigars you Know, but anytime you started pushing into an upper echelon, you were really talking higher end Davidoff, you're really talking Padron, and everybody weighed, you know, okay, if I'm gonna spend, you know, 18, 20 bucks, how does it hold up to a Padron 64 or 26, whichever wh- whatever yeah. your go to is, or the 80s stuff like that? Um, I, I will say from an initial light starting to smoke this, this definitely is delivering on a higher end cigar as far as the quality of tobacco in here and the. Flavors I'm getting on it, which are very complex. Um, I don't feel like this is a is a phone in blend at any at any rate. We've all had some cigars that have been marked up high. You're like, really not much better. I mean, I do feel like this is dealing with some aged tobacco. I do feel like there was a lot of care put in this blend. Which you know, if you think about it, I mean, you you struggle to put out a single blend. Maybe you're a company that releases a blend or two blends in a year. To take on a project of of twelve cigars um i don't know what the production run one was of it Coop, do you know what what the production run how many boxes
2: they made um 2,500 2,500 it was a lot yep 25 good good yeah so right that's
3: man. that's that's a that's a good number good Didn't number know what show but, this was but i remember that yeah. yeah but you know you you give somebody like ernesto that is so immersed in tobacco he ends up with the ability to take blends that either he hasn't had enough tobacco to put into mass scale Or, you know, anything else. And he gets to kind of work these into this. And that's what's kind of really neat about this project.
2: Yeah, you know, I I agree with you, Fred, even though we're smoking different blends, I can my assessments right on with you. I feel like I'm smoking really good tobacco here. Um, and I right, you know, because that was my concern about this is you know, this ain't a knock on EP Krillo, but like, are they trying to go for a play here? Like, like all right, Mm -hmm. because this is an eighty three dollar cigar, okay. So, but, and it's always hard to say it's worth spending $83 on a cigar. It's not an easy statement to make in in, in today's, in any world, right? But what I can say is I feel like I'm smoking something that clearly uh, is something that was special. And, and like you said, the blend wasn't phoned in here. This was, mm-hmm. this was definitely some, some TLC put into this. Uh, I'm it getting, was, very, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Bear. I
4: was, I was going to say, but you know, before we get in and start talking about our initial impressions is where we've, we're pretty much getting a little bit into it. Um, Aaron has just joined us. Oh, Aaron. Glad glad you showed up finally. Thank you for greeting
5: a couple things. Ben love the t-shirt. So of course you do. Way to, way to support the uh, Nielsen family. Uh, the rumors of my demise have been greatly exaggerated and pleasure to see all of you gentlemen. And hello, Fred. How are you doing, Aaron? Wow. So excited,
2: thank you. And and did you buy a box of these on your own?
5: Uh not at $83 a pop. I did not.
2: <laughs> okay. But but thank you.
1: I lo- I love this man like the, the the slow burn there. Like it's good to see you all gentlemen and hello Fred.
5: <laughs> well, fair you know, fair. I, I got to separate my our guest out. You know, I got to give him special kudos. Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice save. Yeah. So wait, Wait. Okay. Go ahead, just light up there, Aaron. Don't right. give us our Which initial Which one did you light
5: up? I lied, uh, lit up. Uh looks believed to be like the rooster. Was
0: that Is the that your one? birthday
5: year? Uh, no, 73. Uh, okay, let me check it out. I have no idea.
0: So uh, I assume your draw was
5: pretty good on that before you lit it up. It was. I did the cold draw. I didn't want to steal your guys um, all the momentum you guys had going on there, so I apologize. No, now, we're
4: going to come back to that. So you're 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 right on time, dude. So you, were, how was your draw when you first tried it?
5: Excellent. So um, I I don't know if it's rolled into bar, but um, can't really tell from this. Uh, but flawless. Um, absolutely flawless draw. Now, you know, I I'm a I don't know what everybody else does when they cut uh, the torpedo, but I do it on an angle, like on a, on a bias. So if you look at, like uh, Fred, yeah. I do it just, you know, if you look at a carrot, right? So you kind of cut the carrot on a bias to get more surface area. So I cut mine at an angle, and my draw is, is flawless. Nice. Aaron, when were you born? No, he's, he,
2: has, he has 73, which was ox, so he's smoking the rooster. Okay. Okay yeah so it, it it's it mean it, the the key you may have to, if you have questions targeted you may still have to answer the questions targeted about that year
4: yeah okay
2: yeah yes, so i, would yes. just, so I wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't change it use the year he was born in so Sorry. my
3: my general dislike for torpedoes really center and i shouldn't say dislike them it, it so much rely the cut is you can know, you, can't universally pick the same cut because you don't know how well they did on on the top part of the cigar. And so this whole slant trick is, um, honestly, I was saying uh, something about torpedoes and Hanky and Ava were the ones that actually told me to do this. And it was that exact reason was actually just the, the margin of error on a slant for also getting the right draw for the cigar is a lot better than trying to guess how much to take off on it. So I've done it for years and I have to say, I've enjoyed torpedoes a lot more because of cutting it on that
4: slight angle. Well, those two, given that um, piece of advice is enough for me to say from here on out, that is exactly what I'm doing.
3: <laughs> well, try it. I mean, you may not like it, but I, I mean, try it. Oh, the no, surface, no. It's the no. surface area.
4: Those two yeah. I do the same thing. It, yeah. It, we've talked about this it. before. It's it's chiseled in stone. It's, it's the 11th commandment. It's that's what it's going to be from here on out. So anyway, I guess we'll we'll go to Aaron last since he's he just kind of just lit up. So um Coop, you want to lead us off with like your initial impressions so far? Yeah, this is a very uh smooth start.
2: Uh but I'm getting like flavors that are close. It's actually it's actually got some pop this cigar. Uh I'm getting some of these uh these creamy wood notes. Um like that creamy oak note I'm getting. I'm getting a slight that natural tobacco vibe to it with just a little bit of sweetness, but it's not quite a very fruity sweetness, but it's like it's giving it enough sweetness. And there's some there's some black pepper coming off, not just the, the retro, but the aroma of this cigar. So if I put this cigar here, I could definitely get some of the black pepper notes here. Uh, smoke, so like I said, I'd say coming out of the gate pretty good. I think this is gonna settle down to more of a medium as I kind of get through the initial puffs of this up. My guts tell me it's going to settle down a bit,
4: but uh, not really nice start. Bear, what about you? How's yours uh, going right now?
5: Yeah, so I I'm less than...
4: Aaron. No, oh, I,
5: we'll get... I, I fucked
4: you... up the number of the
5: round
1: table. Someone's got to steal my thunder. I was That's letting
4: cool. you go last because you just lit up. So I was going to oh. come to you last, but if you're ready, dude, no, go no, go no, ahead. No, go bear. No.
1: <laughs> I, it's the air you missed it i fucked up the intro so it's all good we're gonna but it's the great news is we're gonna cut co- we're gonna cut it and copy and paste it onto round <laughs> table number 13 all right it'll work out um no the um the draw is really really firm i cut it on the slant just like uh, fred was talking about and that's how i cut all my torpedoes anyway um the firm is really um really not like not not annoyingly tight, but I'm having to work it a little bit, a little bit uh, tighter than the the milkshake draw that I like so much. Um, and, uh, but there's a lot of sweetness coming off this wrapper, earthy. Um, some of those, some of those dark fruit and chocolate notes are kind of coming through on it. Uh, but on the retro hail specifically, uh, you get a really nice blast of spice that kind of balances out the favor, flavor characteristics. So on the flavor side of it, this is, I mean, this is a, this is a full flavored um, and then body and strength. We're leaning towards that medium to full already. So this is a, uh, this is a dosey dough, man. And uh, I, uh, um, I'm, I'm digging it so far.
2: Uh, I hope the draw opens up just a little bit more. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. See, on the opposite. My drawer is definitely on the open too. Like it's kind of what Ben was saying. It was milkshake on the start, but it's, it's gotten a little open now is what I'll say. And I think it goes to my theory. These will probably all roll at different times. That's possible,
4: Brett. Yeah. How's your How's your start off?
3: Uh, good. It, it, the draw. The is draws, the draws solid. Um, it's interesting. I can't stop retrohaling this cigar. Um, it's it's a little drier on the palate. It, it, it ha- I'd say it's probably a medium plus. Uh, no no significant pepper to it. Um, which is usually on the on the retrohale, you're almost always getting that, which sometimes, even though it's good, you tend to back off the retrohaling. Um, I can't stop retrohaling this because there's this just subtle, um, you know, balanced flavor that that is leaning more towards the strength, but it stops just short of that where you're where you're you're, you're never you're never going too far. There's a little bit of underlying creaminess to it, but not a lot. But it's a definite, um, definite lack of spice. Uh questionable what what you know leaning towards lower primings and not Lajero um it's funny because sometimes you know and I, I don't know this blend and I don't know that we'll have that not specific amount whether there's no Lajero in it or not um and and sometimes when it gets aged it gets a little bit harder but uh none of that none of that spice in there um but again this is kind of what I also put to that higher end cigar that's not I don't like roller coaster rides in a blend. I don't like them all over where there's you, you can't settle down. This one right out of the gate, I feel like this is one if I was to go to my humidor right now and pull out a cigar that I know that's great that's been aging for a while and has just settled down into that perfect bandwidth. That's exactly where where this
0: one is right now. Now,
5: Aaron, how yes, about sir. yours? So a couple things, uh, my draw is flawless. Um, so I don't have any of that, uh, kind of tightening of the draw. Um, I do have my, the pack of my cigar is pretty firm. Like I have a, a really firm packed cigar, which as you know, when you get that firm pack off the bat, you're like, oh man, I wonder what the draw is going to be like, but draw is flawless. I got a couple different things. So unlike what, I echo a lot of what Fred was talking about, but I do get um, a little bit of pepper on the retro uh, on mine. I also have a combination. I can't put my finger on what the the flavor is, but I, it's a combo of, which I know Coop's not a big fan of the floral, but I've got a little bit of floral to mine. And then there's a mix of some of that floral with almost, again, it goes back to that. Like, I don't, I want to say it's like sourdough. Um, it's not acidic by any means, but it's got that like, uh edginess to it if you if if you know and we all know what kind of the sourdough from a cigar uh, characteristics have um so and then beyond that it got a little bit of the woodiness and then there is that creaminess to it so it's not that aged tobacco per se but it's got a, a creamy so i do think it's well balanced right now i'm really interested to see how this cigar develops um as i get into it a little bit more because right now um i i there's it, it's not um I'm going to use the word harmonious. It's not harmonious in terms of the, the different flavors I'm picking out because they're very distinct and not coming together quite yet. So I'm interested to see uh, kind of where this, this move towards, but from a construction burn draw standpoint, uh, spot
4: on. Now mine, I, I'm actually getting close to the end of the first third, actually on this sucker, but um, it's, it's open. Yeah. The drawer is going a little fast on mine. Yeah. Head. Yeah, my draw is actually, since I've lit it, it's gotten a, a tad bit uh tighter, but it's still a little loose. But it's not, it's not too bad. Like I I, I don't mind it. It's okay. But the flavors that I'm getting are amazing for me. I'm getting a nice graham cracker, little nutmeg. I get some fruity notes, kind of like it reminds me of like a a cherry kind of plummy note on there as well. Now I I do get Pepper, but it's kind of more of a white pepper, and I get I get that heavily on the retro hill, like on the retro hill, it's mostly white pepper. um mm-hmm. I get a little bit of a nice woodiness about it, um leather. I don't know if I mentioned that or not yet. I look and a little hint of cocoa as well on, on the on the. This really is the the first third for me almost, but the the flavors are really melding really well together. They're so smooth and elegant and just so well-rounded. It, it's like Fred was saying, it's like it's the, this aged tobacco is just coming through of just how smooth and, her, and just how well-balanced this cigar is. It's really crazy. And I'm getting a nice long finish on there. Another big win for me. I, I love this long finish that I'm getting. But um, producing a lot of smoke, my burn is fantastic. I mean, it is just a really fantastic burn on this. Construction is good. I guess it'll, it draws a little loose. But other than that, everything else is really, really good. Um, Mine, I would say so far is kind of like maybe mild to medium. Uh And probably, I would say the strength, medium bodied medium flavor i would say but um so far it's also a really good start so anyway i know i'm really close to the end of the first third we'll go ahead and we'll break here for our youtube um edit and uh, we'll be back in a minute let's give you our impressions of the first third see you in a second and welcome back everyone we are
1: here with the smoking syndicate round table number 12 got the number right this time You're smoking uh, very special cigars indeed tonight here with this awesome panel, including our very first uh, special guest tonight. We are smoking the Aura, E.P. Carrillo, Xuen limited edition uh, Chinese Zodiac cigars. Um, And uh, we have just gotten done with our first third, breaking our way through our second third. Ben, why don't you tell us about your impressions of the first third of your cigar, which, again, you're smoking the year of the rabbit, Correct.
4: Yes, correct. I was going to say that when we lead off. This is the year of the rabbit. Smoking, fantastic. I mean, the construction is fantastic. Got a long finish. The notes are really tasty. Um, it's it's. I was into the first herb we came out for our initial impressions, so it's not going to be much different. I'm getting um, a nice woodiness about it, um, leather, some nice fruitiness that to me is kind of like a... Uh, um, slightly dark fruits, like cherries, plumminess about it. I'm getting a white pepper. That's, I get a, that heavily on the retro hill. But as I'm get, I got further into the end of the first third. I almost got on um, like a hint of like a citrus zest kind of added onto it, which kind of gave it this nice brightness, which is really good. I got a caramel note, that was like, like creamy, buttery caramel sweetness on there. That kind of get, gives it that, like a like I say, that butteriness and also that kind of soft creaminess about it as well. There's a little hint of cocoa in the background that's really freaking good. This cigar is, so far, and in the first third, is just hitting it out of the ballpark. I love it. Aaron, what about you? How is yours doing?
5: Yep. So I am still going here on this first ash. Haven't asked it yet. So the construction is flawless. Um, nice long ash. I do too have the long finish, which I prefer as well. Um, I talked about the, um, kind of the, the sourdough and floral, which is now, uh, kind of tamed down a little bit, which is actually great. I'm smoking the rooster. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that before. Um, it's now a solid, I would say a medium, Uh, I'm getting more of the creaminess now there is definitely a wood component to it. Uh, natural sweetness, um, blending together, like I mentioned before, now this is much more, I'll use that word again, harmonious, um, not a lot of smoke. Um, and my first third though, and now as I'm getting into the kind of the, the second third of the cigar, that first third, I too had kind of that peppery, that white pepper in the retro. Now I'm getting no kind of pepper in the retro whatsoever. So for me, um, burning great. I'm still trying to see from what the, what I'll call a kind of the main component flavor is it. There's nothing right now that's, that's coming to the forefront. So it's, it's kind of blending well together, enjoying it so far. And my draw continues to be more on the loose side, but there is that slight bit of resistance. So, so far so good. Uh, how about you, Coop? Um, so
2: I mentioned that I thought this was going to settle into a medium cigar because it started out with a little bit of a punch, but in it quickly did settle down to a medium. Uh, flavor profile is really straightforward on this. Creamy oak notes, natural tobacco uh, sweetness, and a layer of black pepper on the tongue and a little more prominent on the retrohale. I say straightforward, but the flavors are just very harmonious. There's great synchronicity with these flavors. I feel like they balance out really well on this. Um, I my only complaint is the drawer is just a little too open for my liking. Um, so it is burning a little fast, and I've tried to slow it down just for the purpose of the show. But no adverse effects of it. Uh, I don't feel any there's any combustion problems with this cigar at all. Um, so a, a very enjoyable experience so far. And
0: um like I said, I I uh um I can, I have no complaints. It's 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 smoking extremely well.
2: Yeah, which one? What about
4: what, which, which one?
2: I am smoking the, the the year of the sheep or goat, however you want to put it. Same thing. That
4: Yep. Fred, how about yours?
2: Um,
3: s- still perfect. I mean, uh, and I, I addressed it a little bit earlier as far as if you were to say, "Hey, this is a special occasion cigar. This is a higher price point." Does not disappoint. Um, probably one of the more complex cigars I've had in a while. As far as it's just, it's it's got a lot of different flavors. If I try to isolate a flavor and then try to pick out another flavor, there's a lot going on in this. Um, I mean, clearly, I mean, obviously, we we know Ernesto and his abilities, but um, this it, it, it it's it's very good. I'm 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 usually not taken aback by a cigar. Um, you know, as far as I'm like, oh, that's good. Uh it's just like I said the layer of complexity. It's it's it started medium plus, it has not left that. Um, it's a medium plus for me. Some people may even put this into a fuller category, uh, despite having a, a lighter wrapper. Um it's it's definitely I, I don't get the pepper, so I still, I still, you know, the the use of Lojero becomes in question for me there. Um, it's got a dryness that I know I said earlier that there, that, that I didn't think there was necessarily Dominican in there, but I don't see how this blend could achieve that dryness without Dominican allure in there. Um, now I say that, uh, that may be the only Dominican in here cause I get none of the floral notes or anything in there, but that dryness just doesn't come out a lot of tobaccos. There's just too many, there's too many of the Dominican tobaccos. too many of the tobaccos that you start to get the wateriness to it. So I would I would have to say there's a lure in there in there to maintain the dryness of it and um, uh, but it's 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 all over the place. I mean, if I think of tasting different tobaccos and stuff, it's 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 all over the place, um, but in a good way. It's 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 solid. It's 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 a very mature. It's a great. This is a great after dinner uh, cigar uh, after a steak. You know, I tend to gravitate towards a medium plus that holds its own, and this is this is right there. But it but it, it it's incredibly complex and. I'm really surprised after the first third, and I'm I'm pretty much you know uh, getting towards the second one there on the year of the horse. Um, it hasn't lost anything, and and it's just unusual that something else doesn't pop up. You, don't, you know normally you start to get other you know things die off as far as strength or whatever. But whatever whatever it is, it's it's
2: it's staying exactly where where it started. I'll hold any thoughts off until the end on on your commentary. But remember the things you just said here is what I'm going to tell you like when we get to the end and they described, I mean, we talk about the blend and, the, and not just the blend, but the flavor notes as well. The flavor notes is, is, uh, yeah, I'm not really
3: good at the flavor notes thing. I, I need to start a blog or something on that. To, right. Right. To get, <laughs> I don't, I don't have that wheel you guys spin yeah, that, but, you know, uh, I don't, I,
2: but I, but I damn, am, I, damn I am damn I, bloggers as, as I'm hearing you guys read it's funny, as I'm hearing you guys read, I'm looking at the blend book and the note, the tasting notes. And it's very interesting to see this. Um, not everyone's right and not everybody's wrong either. So it's kind of interesting to see it. So I'm not it is well you, this. Well, that's the,
3: look, let, let, let's be honest. That's the great thing about cigars. I mean, we all ate something different for dinner. We all yep. had, you know, whatever. I mean, yep. you're all good. Even if we're smoking the same cigar, everybody gets different notes. Or you plant the seed and say, oh, I, yep. I, I taste, you know, you know, peanut butter. Like, oh, I get peanut butter, too. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it, that's what's wild yep. about it. That's what's wild about the whole review process in general about a cigar, too.
1: Yeah, well, that'll happen on the that'll happen a lot too, where we're talking about like a cigar and, like you said, it's 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 kind of that the the power of suggestion a little bit, Fred. Where like, you know, one of us will start describing the flavor notes, and then like the another one will say, yeah, I'm getting this specific, and then it's like, oh, it clicks for you. Like, yeah, that's what that is because. Like you can't, sometimes you just can't, sometimes you just can't identify stuff, you know? it's Well, and like,
3: they're, all, they're all, they're all, they're all your interpretation of something in your childhood that you ate Captain Crunch and your kid or Cocoa Puffs or whatever. Sure. And it's like, it's, it's all your, the link that your brain's creating to that flavor because mm-hmm. there's not chocolate in here. There's not raisins in here. There's not, there's not boysenberries from the South part of the Hill. Um, it's all just r- what it triggers for you.
4: Exactly. Boysenberries
3: well, we- from the South side of the Hill are fucking money
4: though. <laughs> <laughs> Bet way better than the North side.
1: I mean, yeah dude dude it's all about the it's all about the amount of sun it gets seriously yeah.
4: Yeah, we, we've talked about that before, too. Like, we people say leather. How do you get a leather? What do you, how do you know the leather tastes like? Like, no, oh, every wow. fucking
1: kid chewed a baseball glove when they were a kid. I, exactly. I mean, I, exactly. Exactly. It,
4: what I tell people is, like, I, I chewed the shit out of my ties on my baseball glove when I'm sitting yeah. in the outfield. I always Shit, I did that
1: this season when I was helping my son play. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was but, chewing on my
4: gloves. But I yeah. tell people, I'm like, but you know what leather smells like. You've walked into, like, a, a nice... You know, high end store that sells leather goods, you know, that smell, right? Like, I mean, go into you a Western that. store, go into Cavenders, go into a boot yeah. barn. You, oh, you, 100%. Cavenders yeah. will it just hit you right when you walk in the front door. But it, but I'm saying is, you know, that smell and, and you, the flavors you're getting, like, it's, it's that smell that it, it's that memory recall of something, you know, mm. it just comes back to you. And if you haven't experienced that, you, you don't recognize it right or you know you have something else you can kind of link to it or whatever Mm -hmm. that's why everybody will get like that's why i tell people too, like people at my cigar shops will say like yeah i just can't do that i i I can't pick out." it's like yes you can you can do it you know just just think about it just instead of just like puffing and blowing it out whatever give it some time let the let the smoke roll across your palate and think about what you're picking up you know you could do it you know but anyway, Bear, what are you getting on the, on the first third? It, just,
1: just to cap on,
4: on, on leather and stuff. Every time I taste leather
1: or smell leather, it doesn't take me back to playing little league and chewing on a baseball glove. It takes me back to Treywood boot and shoe repair company in El Paso, Texas. My dad, uh, it's still, it's still there. My dad took me there when I was a kid. He used to get his, his shoes, uh, you know, resold all the time by this family. They're in their fourth generation now of like of boot and shoe repair uh, men that work there. And uh, they made me a pair of custom boots and uh, as well. And uh, it's like, you, it always takes me back there because you, you just smell the the polish and the leather and, and it's, it's, it's as rich as, and is like vivid as like you guys are in front of me like it's that's that that's that clear that's what I love about nostalgic nostalgia and like what it like what the power of cigars takes you like Fred nailed it like it takes you back to your childhood it takes you back to that one dish you ate that your grandmother made you or something like it it's 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 really powerful in that sense my cigar is uh um it the draw finally opened up towards the final uh the back end of the first third so it's 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 starting to draw a little bit a bit better now the the burn is a little wavy um but I think that has a lot to do with the type of wrapper that it is and um there's no way I'm getting this wrong on what this on the, what this wrapper is uh the combustion on this type of wrapper tends to be a little less than uh perfect um the the strength level though it's it's starting to creep. But you guys remember the cigar that I was smoking on the last night of the when we were out at the Great Smoke that On brought me the uh, the Savage Feast cigar mm-hmm. from Drew Estate. Yeah. Like how that was just flooring me. That was kicking my ass. I'm not quite at that level, but this that's the level of strength we're talking about here. It's 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 got it's wow it's kicking on all cylinders here. The retro is uh, hail is long, uh, which I love a long finish uh, on the retro hail full of pepper balances out the sweetness and the, uh, uh, that, that I'm getting on the, uh, on the mouthfeel and everything. The, uh, the strength also kind of reminds me, Coop, you remember, uh, of course, the Camacho uh, Ecuadorian, right? Yep. So that, that, that power and strength that you got off that like that pop, you got off that Ecuadorian wrapper in that, um, I'm not saying, that's not what the wrapper is. Uh, we'll talk about that later, but that power of that spice, that kick is what I'm definitely getting on this. Uh, some a little bit of coffee notes uh, just a little bit of campfire um, and then the sweetness is that still that dark fruit um, that you're kind of getting like uh, like ancho chili cherry cordial like richness it's it's a very rich dark deep spicy cigar Um, and uh, that's that's my experience so far
4: yeah, it sounds like we're all off to a really good start. So we're going to go ahead and finish off the second third and be back to let you know how it ended. See you in a second. And we're back here on the roundtable
1: number 12 for the Smoking Syndicate, smoking the Aura, E.P. Carrillo, Chua, uh Year Chinese Year of the Zodiac, limited edition cigars with an awesome panel of distinguished gentlemen, our usual four of the Cigar Coop Coalition, Will Cooper, Ben Lee, Aaron Nielsen, and myself, Barry Plissett. But we got a special panelist tonight. Fred Rui of Illusione Cigars has joined us uh, in this awesome exercise. We're all smoking different cigars from different years in the Chinese Zodiac, all different blends um and uh we're we're making our way through this is our second third our thoughts on the second third uh fred let's get it over to you again you're smoking the year of the horse um talk to us a little bit about what that second third was smoking light
3: like. uh it was pretty much exactly the same as the first third it didn't it didn't lose anything i'm actually about to get into the last third here um it it didn't lose anything i did relight it at one point which is probably because i was talking um but what was surprising to me is that the relight it didn't miss a beat it relit perfectly right out of the gate. The flavors are all still there. Um, towards the end of the second third, it's starting to taper off the strength just a little bit. The flavor is still there, but the strength starting to go away a little bit. Uh, but again, I'm, 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 I'm still exactly where I was in the first third. It's still got a lot of flavor, yeah, horribly complex. Uh, if I didn't know Coop any better on this exercise being strictly given of uh, how we were and what our birth uh, year was in relation to the cigars being assigned. I would have said he purposely gave me a a cigar that probably has, you know, uh, four to five countries worth of tobacco in it. Um, but, uh, great cigar all the way through still.
1: You were talking you were commenting a little bit about the retro hail on the first, uh, on the first third and just how you kept doing it. Um, are you still retro hailing? And is that, is the finish short, medium or long?
3: So the f- finish is is probably medium. It doesn't linger as much and I, and I think that's just, you know, it's got it's got a little bit of the dryness to it. So I think it's it's kind of cutting off a little bit. It does linger a little a little bit, but just on a single note the complexity doesn't linger on there. Um I I can't I can't say enough. I mean, it's definitely uh, I like a lot of Ernesto's stuff. It's definitely outside his portfolio. Um, we talked a little bit earlier, you guys started to of mention, you know, what it's familiar to some of others, his cigars. I don't get this familiarity with a lot of those cigars and I like his other cigars. I just feel this is a definite exercise of what this project was for him to to, to do something completely different. Um, but like I said, I, there's so much complexity in the cigar. Nice.
1: Aaron, what about you?
5: Yep. So, um my second, third definitely had an uptick in strength. Um, so, um, and I'm smoking the rooster as a reminder. So uptick in strength, I, I put my finger kind of on where I was, when I was talking about that early on some of that acidity. It's like a coffee. It's like an acidic coffee that I've, I'm getting through the cigar. So definitely some, some coffee notes, uh, the burn and the draw are still flawless. Um, Again, it goes back to, I think Fred might've mentioned it. I don't have one. It's now settling back into where I've got that coffee and some of that natural sweetness. There's not one distinct flavor that's sticking out. So it's, it's well blended together. Um, the retro, which I was doing at the beginning of this scar, I continued the retro, but that white pepper and the pepper has, has died down. Solid, medium, uh, long finish on mine. So I can, I can taste the, the, the flavors into the next draw. Um, but overall, um, you know, enjoying it.
1: I'm going to go for a second, uh, here, um, and then I'll, I'll kick it over, uh, to the next one, but, uh, the, I'm getting a lot of, uh, different flavor notes than I was in the first third. There's some coffee, a little bit of campfire, uh, some leather notes that we were talking about, you guys were talking about earlier and a couple of your cigars, that are lingering. The finish is extremely long on the retrohale. I retroed at the end of my question to Fred about his retro just a few minutes ago. I can still feel it in my nose. It is still lingering. There it is really super long, probably one of the longest finishes I've ever experienced on a retrohale of a cigar. Uh, it's still deep. Um, and uh, the body is still, uh, it's still creeping up, man. It's still getting stronger. Uh, I'm hanging in there though. I'm not about to tap out like I did that yeah.
2: night after the great smoke, um, but it's, it's got, it's got some power behind this. It, is it bare? Is it a, when you say longer finish, is it a smooth finish or no? I mean, it's pretty smooth. It's okay. just very, okay. it's just very long and lingering, okay. man. It just okay. like the way it okay. kind of
1: not, not the, not that, not that's spice but like yeah. the way that like coarse radish and wasabi just kind of sit in yeah. the nasal
2: cavity still like even yeah. after you've done with yeah. it um what about you Coop okay so I mentioned you know when I got into the, uh, into the first third it was uh I had that creamy oak I had the natural tobacco sweetness and I had a layer of pepper um the creamy oak uh continued into the second third but by the midway point the creaminess subsided and it was kind of now there was an oak note and a cedar note. So it was it was kind of wood forward. But what I liked is it was very well rounded out this cigar because um, there was a nice that natural tobacco sweetness really balanced it out. Nice. Just prevented it. It gave it, it gave it just a nice a touch of sweetness, And the pepper is the other end of that as well. So it is it is contributed very nicely. The pepper has ramped up a bit. I'd still put this as a solid medium as far as this cigar goes um it's still like i said i slowed down considerably small smoking this i didn't relight it but i slowed it down quite a bit because i was going way fast with this even for my liking um the finish is a little long i'm i'm not on the long finish end of this but no residual aftertaste so it's a pleasant long finish i'm getting off this
1: from your description, Coop, like we, you asked this question earlier. I wanted to ask you, do, do you get any classic just from your descriptors of everything and, and looking at
2: your cigar and everything? Do, are you getting any classic Carrillo flavor notes? I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah. And I know the rapper on this one, too. And it's a uh, it's a I little think I did, too. It's, it's a little different. It's a little different. Right. Uh, blend wise, but um, it's very enjoyable. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I I am getting. He yeah, I am getting he's worked with this rapper before. So I am getting a lot of it, but yet it's still different enough. It's not this is not a very spectacular exotic flavor profile I'm getting. But what it is is it's a it's a really good flavor profile. If you're gonna put an eighty-three dollar cigar in front of someone, um, I don't think you want to make it too polarizing. You just want to make it really good. And I think that's what this is
0: doing here. Ben, how is the uh
4: the year of the rabbit treating you. All right, <clears throat> I think the bears are here right now, so I gotta keep an eye out. <clears throat> oh, we, we 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 gotta get some drama here. Yeah, if they if they come up here, I wanna I'll slowly turn my camera over to them. Okay. Um. Anyway. Um. Can I say a little bit low so I will not scare them off? They are here. Anyway, this is fantastic. Th- this cigar is just perfect for me. I mean this this is this is like. <laughs> I don't think Coop could have chose a more perfect cigar for my. I I cannot profile. wait to re- do the reveal with this. By the way, because it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, the flavors are awesome. Yeah, I'm getting that graham cracker note. I'm getting um, the the fruit note that I got in the first third has kind of faded away. Like I I, I get like an overall impression of it, but I I don't really taste it like I did. Um, I'm getting a little bit of that cocoa note. It's like a dry, dusty kind of cocoa note as well. Yeah. Um, I'm getting a little bit of some of the woodinesses in there. That leather note has kind of faded. It's still there, but it's faded, cutting on in the background. But what really has amped up is that sweet, creamy caramel note. But what I'm getting more now with that note, which kind of brings it in my mind, is it's kind of like a buttery kind of a profile now with that caramel. Like a silky butteriness is about it. And the retrohale, what I get a lot of is I get, I I get black pepper. Now it's not that sharp sharpness of a white, white pepper, but it's, it's more of like a, a, a nice black pepper note with a little kind of caramel with the retrohale. Now what's amazing to me is this cigar has such an amazingly long finish. I, I, it, it could be the longest finish I've ever had on a cigar. It's crazy. I can still taste the flavors on palate right now. It's just it's wild. I would say this is also um, medium plus across the board with body and flavor and strength. Um, it's it's definitely ramped up from the first third, um, but it's just very very enjoyable cigar. It, it's so it's so smooth, refined, and balanced. The balance is the thing. It, it's it, to me. This blend is incredibly well-balanced. I'm really enjoying this cigar. Off to a fantastic start. I love this. But uh, anyway, we'll go ahead and we'll finish the cigar off. We'll be back to let you know how, we, how it ended and give you our final impressions and score. See you in a second. And it's the time for the conclusion, everybody. This is the Smoking Syndicate Roundtable,
1: number 12. We are smoking the Aura E.P. Carillo. Swing Swao, uh Suao, limited edition Chinese Zodiac cigars, all different blends, all different, celebrating all the years in the Chinese Zodiac. Uh, I'm smoking the, um, the year of the pig. Uh, ben is smoking the year of the rabbit. Uh, Aaron is smoking the year of the rooster. Fred is smoking the year of the horse. And uh, uh, Coop, you have the year of the sheep or goat right it's called both so uh we're in our final third here so let's go ahead and get our thoughts uh on the finish and then we can go into scores and what our guesses of the blend are because we kind of went in blend uh, blind a little bit uh has got the magic ticket unfortunately uh but he's uh, he's going to be able to share with us what we think uh, uh as we divulge what we think these blends are so uh Coop, um why don't you kick us off on your final third and your thoughts
2: uh, so, we're doing just so everyone could. we do final third, then we'll go back around and do the final impressions and the score. So, it'll be two rounds. What we're doing here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, okay, because I tend to screw that up. That's why I want to make it. Uh, final third, the natural tobacco really took over with that, some of that sweetness there. Uh, a lot of the wood notes actually didn't get overly woody there. The pepper increased kind of. Uh, Kind of stopped ramping up as well. I would say there was no crescendo of flavor in in the final third. Oh, the crescendo of flavor. There was no in in of the three thirds. I think the this was the least enjoyable of the three, but not a bad not a bad completion to the cigar easer. So it stayed it stayed medium uh, right to the end. The finish got a little longer definitely uh but it wasn't like they had no bad aftertaste i got off that thing no not that lingering pepper where i feel like i have to kind of completely cleanse my palate it was it was a very very uh like i said it came in good but i really like that first and second third better
1: yeah i i really want to take a guess at your blend because i think i got it
2: okay, oh yeah you guys just uh but... and i'll read some of the notes when we do at the end too with everyone so you guys can take a guess at mine yeah uh, Aaron, let's hear from you.
5: <clears throat> yeah. So I will say that my cigar, so the year of the rooster, it continued to build in strength. Um, so it was it was to me very tearing on the kind of the full body medium plus strength. Great burn, uh, great draw throughout. Um, I still continued with that kind of coffee acidic. Um, natural tobacco the the natural sweetness from the tobacco um, super long finish. And I I think we all have commented on the length of the finish. My finish was super long lasting until the next draw. Um, didn't have the crescendo and, and I'll echo what Coop said. I mean, of the, of the thirds, this was my uh, least enjoyable, but doesn't make it a bad cigar. Um, you know, enjoyed it. Um, so, you know, overall, um, you know, we've talked about it, you know, Ernesto definitely put the the time into these blends. Um, and uh, yeah, I got uh, to kind of finish it off. There was a, a kind of a woody component to it, um, but it all kind of, it didn't get muddled, but it definitely kind of tapered off in that final third. So that's what I got. How about you, Ben?
4: Mine, I didn't get a crescendo either, but I would say all three thirds were fantastic but they were all about even like, so it didn't like, I didn't get it that big crescendo, but it was, it was still really, really good. Um, it, on the last third, I got, I know some oakiness. I still got the graham cracker. The, the fruit note was gone. There was, there's none of that. The cocoa really died down. Like I barely could taste it. Every Just every now and then I would get it, but it was pretty much gone. So mainly what I got in the last third, the main flavors were graham cracker, oak, um, the nice oakiness, the, the caramel is still there. It's, it was, to me, it was like one of the main, the main notes that creamy, buttery caramel flavor and black pepper. That was the, mainly what I got at the end finish strong. I would say it was, it was the lower end of full on mine, uh, across the board again with flavor, body and strength. Um, finish is still crazy long. I I could I'm still tasting the cigar like I just buffed on it. It's wild. The the retrohale, something I didn't mention though, the retrohale is really smooth. Like, I mean, I get a lot of flavor on the retrohale. I was getting like black pepper and caramel on the last third too. But I could do a full retrohale on mine and it didn't, it didn't like burn. And everybody knows I have sinus issues and allergies, but I didn't get a it didn't bother me. It was it was a smooth retro which is nice. I love that. Like, and I'm one that, that where I retro every puff. I, I don't take a time out of, from that. I'm always retro and because I just feel like I get more flavors. I always get more flavor. But it was very, very, very smooth. the The draw was still a little loose all the way through, but the construction was great. I mean, I had to relight it twice, but it was not the cigar it was just when we were talking and we were talking too long and i didn't puff because i was trying to puff slower because to me mine was a little loose i don't want it to burn too hot and also was trying to it, to me it was burning a little fast so i wanted to slow down the combustion mm-hmm. so me trying to balancing that and talking us a lot it, it, it went out twice not the cigar's fault that was on me but really good ending of this one brett how about you
3: Uh, It was good. I I hate that I'm going to say this, so I'm going to break up fractions even more. The first half of the last third was exactly like the rest of the cigar. It wasn't until the very end that I started to get a little bit of the pepper in the retrohale uh, and also had a clue to the wrapper, which I had not got all the way until the very end. And that's the nature of the torpedo a little bit as you start to lose some of what may have been the bulk of the filler as you get towards the end uh construction was perfect all the way through uh, including all the way to the very end uh flavor didn't change strength you know only tapered off as appropriate to the end of the torpedo uh but it was still a medium medium plus um it never it never lost its complexity until the until the very very end and again there's just the ratios at that point are are, you know just getting to minuscule um i i like I said, my biggest disappointment is I can't buy a box of this one. And I don't care what the rest of these guys say. If you and your friends go in on a box, grab the Year of the Horse. I don't care what anybody else said about their reviews. Just grab the Year of the Horse. <laughs> That's
0: a <poor> <laughs> That's
3: endorsement. <an laughs> um,
1: I didn't get a crescendo of flavor either on the final third of mine. Uh, I did get some more complexity and flavors, uh, a little bit of campfire. I did get uh, the sweetness, the, the 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 really rich sweetness of dark cordial cherry that I got in the first couple thirds, uh, mostly in the first third. Uh, it's gone away, but I did get a little bit of banana sweetness a little bit towards the end uh, and um, some uh, red pepper flake is just really sitting on my tongue right now. Uh, it got a little acrid uh, there uh, for a little bit. I thought it was it, I thought it was going to just finish really, uh, really accurate. I thought I was going to be putting it down, but I'm still puffing on it a little bit. The acidity went down. I went away completely, so it's not bitter. Uh, it's not acrid. Um and uh, it's still, but it's really full. Uh, this is really finishing really full, strong. Uh, that red pepper flake is just sitting on it. The retro is extremely long, still sitting on my nose. It's it, this is a, this is a heavy duty bad boy, man. This is, this is taking you for a ride. So uh, that is uh, my final third. And I, I enjoyed the second third the most uh, out of all of them. Cause the draw finally opened up. The burn was pretty was pretty wavy all the way through but it, i think it's indicative of this particular rapper which i'll be taking a guess on here in a second i don't think it's a guess i think i know it very yeah. de- definitively uh i think i know i think i know two of the three other panelists
4: at least rappers mm-hmm. um well, because you know, i think goop said ours had the same rappers so they don't they don't oh they don't oh no, they, okay they i don't. thought you said ours did the bear and you have very different rappers okay yeah, his is a
1: lot. Yeah, his is a lot. I think. Scarred. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna take a guess at yours, Ben. Yeah, I think I know yours, Ben. I think I know Coops. Uh, I, I'm gonna take a guess at Aaron's. I don't know. I Fred's
2: don't know. Fred's is friends. gonna be the top, Fred's is gonna be the toughest one. But I'm curious. I also want to see if you guys. Well, we'll get to everything. I'll, I'll get to everything. So,
1: when you do it. But that was th- that's my thoughts. And I'm gonna take one more final puff, and I'm gonna put it down. Yep. Final puff in honor of Fred. Final puff. The final yeah, puff. Great, final great, puff. <laughs> great interviews. Great interviews. Check out Absolutely. his YouTube channel. Absolutely.
4: Absolutely. Fantastic stuff. Absolutely great stuff. Yeah, speaking of that, like I'm this is how much I got left. Now, those that see my review or follow me on Instagram, I don't, I do not go this far into a cigar. It it usually never works out. This one. Man, it's too tasty to put out. Well, and see, to, to, to your point,
3: especially on a torpedo, mm-hmm. I don't do that either on a torpedo at all. I don't do that in general, but on the torpedo, it just like, it just, it, it hung all the way. It's it, too mean, hot. Yeah. yeah. It, and Typically. this one didn't. I mean, this is probably the slowest I've ever smoked that size cigar ever in my life. Um, but uh, yeah, it
4: was, it was perfect. Cool. Oh, well, now we're down to... Well, I guess what we can do is give our. Nielsen we went just, right.
2: Nielsen went right. Yeah. Yeah. We we'll, yeah. we'll
4: okay. do, we'll do our scores and guess our blends now. How you yeah. So do?
2: what we'll do is we'll do the scores. I'll read a description of the cigar and then what, the, what they have is the tasting notes. And then I want to I uh, take some guesses, too. OK. Cool? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun. Yeah. I think this is a really good idea doing it this way, actually, too. Right.
1: Uh Fred is the guest of honor tonight. I think you should go first.
2: Oh, don't record
3: this when I screw it up. It's been um, a twice. So I, <laughs> I actually pegged it on Ecuadorian rapper out of the gate. And it wasn't until the very end when things tapered off that I actually think what he went is something more neutral. So if Jalapa was not the rapper, then it sure as hell had to have been the binder. Um, And then if that's not the case, then I have no idea what the wrapper is. Um, I also think that this was all over the place in a lot of different flavors. So I think this is one um, that he went to several different. I don't know if it was either Peruvian or Brazilian. Uh, There were hints of that. Um, So that I mean, do I have to guess anything else on there? Um, I, I, I also think because of the dryness, I also think there was Dominican allure in there. Because um, it really was a very dry cigar, which I don't normally gravitate towards, but it maintained that medium plus strength that I was totally cool with it. Um, like I said, you know, it would pair well with. I mean, I could think. You know, I'm a, I'm a big single malt guy. It would have paired excellent with any of those. Um, so yeah, I, am I supposed to give the score? Yeah, if you want to. I so, mean we have yeah, to. I
2: yeah, if you're no, not comfortable, it, it, that's fine. Yeah. No,
3: I, I'm not, I'm not uncomfortable. Look, I, yeah. I, I, it was a solid cigar. I would absolutely have it in my humidor. I'd absolutely have it in my rotation. Um, you know, I would, I would honestly put it at a 93, 94. Um, but that has no. you know, it's not like I don't have to sandbag anything. It's just, it's one that if I want that, that in uh, forgetting price point, because I, I think that's irrelevant. If I was after a steak dinner, and I'm, you know, relaxing, I'm celebrating, I want very, very complex, but, but still want a medium plus because I'm coming off a big meal or something. It's still a 93-94 for me, which I would not give lightly. Uh, um, I probably would have honestly given anybody a 90 just because I would have just on the show, but I was, I was very impressed by the cigar.
2: Excellent. Uh, nice. All right. So I am going to, I'm going to read you the description of what they had, and then I I will, have right no there. idea what Fred's is. And then, and then wait, so I'll say wait this.
4: hold on, hold on, Coop. Are you going to do just Fred's? or you? Go- well, I was going to after each person went. Okay, yes, do you want me do no, exactly. What, after each one of us, then yep. do it. Yeah.
2: Yep. All right. So Fred, they had this just you know as a medium strength cigar. They use they assess this as medium strength. Okay. All right, and they said the horse exudes a combination of cedar dark earths, generic nuts, and hay while the the, while the hoof brings notes of strong, sweet raisins with milk chocolate, along with a touch of cedar. Ooh. Take a ride to the exotic. The... This perfect strut with perfectly aged and blended tobaccos is only what the master of masters, Ernesto Perez Curio Jr., could achieve. Now, I'm going to say this, Fred. You did an right. amazing job at pegging this blend when I read this, okay? Jalapa wrapper. Shit! Okay. Nice. that's oh, an awesome. It's not
3: apple. the binder. Okay.
2: All right. Okay. Jalapa. Yeah, you you called it the Mexican binder. It was a Mexican binder. Mm, mm. Nicaraguan, Brazilian, and Dominican filler. It's got it, it to be the It's got to be the It has to be the alarm. Fred. This has to be is, the I mean, Fred. That's a great job, by the way. You know, three three out of how many were there? Five. Three out of five. That's not yeah. That, look, to get you got the rapper and you called – I'm sitting there smiling when you started talking about this allure. I I'm, didn't – honest – I have yeah. to be
3: honest. I did not get the rapper until the end. I had it out of the gate all the way through as Ecuadorian, and yeah. um, so it wasn't until the very end that I knew because it was so isolated at that point.
2: And Ernesto normally he goes like his blends are mostly if he does a Nicaraguan wrapper, it's usually Nicaraguan wrapper, Dominican Nicaraguan binder fillers. And this was very different. This blend that he went, you know, Mexican binder is not something I see out of a lot of Ernesto cigars. I you see. I,
3: I'm surprised that on the Mexican binder, I, I, I honestly didn't get that. There was like this faint sweetness, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really get that.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was. But that was still a great. I mean, you did a great job with that. That was really good. I mean because uh, even if you would have said ecuadorian i would have said you're probably pretty close in that case so but the, the, then you said no i think this is nicaragua and i'm tasting the jalapa that was that was like that a was i didn't know if it was rapper but
3: i didn't know it was rapper binder though yeah. but it was definitely there at the end
1: yeah yeah and this is a great reminder that fred is the one person in the world who taught me that it is not yeah. san andreas it is san Andres. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, you hacked a lot of brands for it, and it, showed. I, it I in a show. I did. I yeah, did. good job yeah. with that.
1: Thanks. All right. All right. Let's go to uh I let's go to Ben, because I think I know his I think I know all all right. a little bit okay. about his blend. All
4: right, Okay. So <clears throat> still smoking. This <laughs> little sucker, I'm still dropping okay. but it's still going good not burning too hot, not getting any weird muddle flavors or nothing like that. It still still tastes really good. It amazes me. Um, This one was really, really good, and it reminds me of two cigars. So it, and one, we just kind of did the Flint Knoll. The way that one was, it reminds me a lot of that one, but what it really reminds me of is the New World Reserva. If you took that oh! with it, a... <laughs>
0: well,
4: what was that?
0: What,
2: oh
4: what no, doing?
2: no, this is great. This is great. Go ahead, keep going. <laughs> okay, that that, one... that was the one cigar I thought of too. By the way, that was yeah. the one in my head.
4: So just from the description, uh, that is my favorite EP Curio cigar. Like if I if if I could just have that with the rest of my life from EP Curio, I'd I'd be totally fine with that forever. That was one of my benchmark. I'm a I love Connecticut wrapper cigars. And that one was, was a benchmark forever until I kind of helped blend the Valakari, um, the, the messenger that was blended for my, my, my flavor profile that I like, but if you took that one and put really well aged tobacco in there, that's kind of what I think we'd get with this one. So I'm going to take a, a kind of a guess at this. So going off of that, I'm pretty sure that it's Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. And because I got the nice cocoa note in there and the sweetness, I'm I'm thinking Connecticut Broadleaf Binder. Um, and with the pepper, there's I don't I can't tell you specific region, but there's pro, there's Nicaraguan. And I swear I taste a little bit of like Dominican Palato Cabano maybe in there. I don't I don't know. I had I had Connecticut shade for you, Ben. Uh
1: Coop, I want to guess the binder too. I just based on his description. I think uh. it's I think it's a darker leaf. I think he's right with broadleaf, maybe Brazilian out of Paraca. Um, but that that was my guess. Was Ecuadorian Connecticut shade with like a darker, like broadleaf or Brazilian binder?
2: Just based on the way he was talking. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay. You're so ready?
2: What was it? All right. I'm gonna read the description. A smooth Ecuadorian-Connecticut wrapper that's seamless in appearance was hand-selected and carefully placed upon a vintage recipe of fillers from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. Smooth and creamy nuances smacked the palate from start to finish. Even as the strains plateaus at a hearty medium, the flavors continue to shift throughout the final third, and the spice returns with a flourish uh, accompaniment of cocoa, dark berries, and mineral. Ben, this Mm -hmm. is the exact same blend as the Reserva. This is it's the Connecticut wrapper, the broadleaf binder, and the Dominican Nicaragua filler. Boom. Um, and as I, it. And, and as you were re- looking at this, that's when I went back and looked at the blend. I said, He's nailing the Reserva right away. It is I don't know if it's this, now. I'm not saying they, they took the same blend of the Reserva, but they clearly used the same regions for the most part of
0: this.
4: Yeah, I mean I, I can't tell you how many boxes that I've smoked. I I I have yeah i i have a real good familiarity with that blend, and it kind of reminded me of that and the flint knoll does the same thing and it's weird because like i I was talking to Charlie that owns b and b Tobacco. Lids, and we were talking about how we are really liking these cigars that are coming out with with Connecticut shade wrapper and broadleaf binder yeah how they're they're right. just they're just hitting and- it out of the park with these.
2: And Ernesto was the pioneer doing that. When he did that with the Reserva, but before that he did it with Short Run. So this mm-hmm. is this is and then this is something Ernesto I think was the leader in terms of doing that.
4: Yeah, the Flint Knolls is the same kind of configuration yeah. where yeah. it has the Connecticut and the broadleaf binder too. Yep. So that's kind of the first thing I thought of was like, oh this this tastes real familiar. And of yep. course that it, you know, I immediately thought of the first inch I thought. New Wave Reserve, exactly. Which is yep. uh, th- this cigar is so in my damn wheelhouse is unbelievable. Yeah. This is right up my alley. This was just
2: from your, you know, the year you were born, and this was the only one of the twelve that was really able to pinpoint, like, just looking at this, the closest one. But as you were doing this, I'm
4: like, I knew you were going to get it. I knew you were going to get this right away. I'll have to put. I can't even hold this now. I, I got to put it down. But... <laughs> yeah. nice. what's, now, the, what's the score, Ben? So this one's, this one's tough. And if, if it had the crescendo, I, it would, it would, I would have gave it the higher score, but I'm going to stick with a 94. This wow. cigar is awesome. And I, 94 to me is, I mean, I I don't really give something that high. Yeah, no. we
2: haven't, that's, yeah, we haven't scored as high, you know, in recent time on that.
4: If if it had the crescendo easily 95 like I was 95 going to the end and I was thinking, okay if there's a crescendo this is a 95 no doubt yeah. Yeah. and be honest a 95 would be okay with the cigar too I, a 94 is is fair enough and it's fantastic I'm I'm afraid I wish I could buy a box just of that of that cigar I would do it to Harvey but like eighty something 80 eighty was it $88 when eighty eight dollars? What they breaks it down $83? Fuck, I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of tempting, I, but I can't pull it, Aaron. I can't. Yeah. I, it's just too much. Yeah. But it's, but going me tell you something. If I've ever had a cigar that was worth that, it 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 was this one, man. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Yep. I nice. mean, I put it up there with with the the Davidoff Royal Salomon the original release. Oh. It, it's just that good. Yeah. Shit. Oh.
5: Yeah. All right, so. all right um so no crescendo at the end we kind of uh, we talked about what the uh what the flavors i got um and you spoke of the rooster just so rooster, we're clear yeah okay yep. so i i I'm, had the rabbit yep i'm not good i'm not good at picking but but i'm gonna guess um there's got to be nicaraguan tobacco from a a, a filler standpoint um I'm gonna to guess too that my wrapper is Habano. I've heard you guys mention a couple of times. I'll go Ecuadorian Habano, but that could be way off. I could be totally freaking no clue. That was my I'll guess. Say,
1: to, that's my guess for your, Aaron, but I don't know. Yeah, At least so, a couple in years.
5: So Ecuadorian Habano, I'll say some type of Nicaraguan um filler binder. Um, I mine was not overly complex, so I'm I'm gonna keep it to that. There could be additional tobaccos in there that I couldn't pick up, but that's what I'm gonna go with. Um I hate to be the 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 downer of the group after Fred and Ben, but I was really disappointed in the cigar. Um I did not enjoy it. Um I'm gonna go from a score standpoint. It got a lot of points based on draw, based on burn, based on construction. But I'm gonna go 87. And for me, you guys, I'm always pretty much one of the top scores. I, I tend to score higher than than everybody else, but for me. I would not buy this cigar again. Um, it just didn't hit for me. It was too acidic. It was, there was no, I, I'm a big um, kind of dessert flavor, right? I like kind of like the, the cream and the coffee and the the sweetness had a little bit of natural sweetness to it, but the the coffee notes were acidic. And so unfortunately for me, um, it's not a a repurchase. So I'll save myself the expense of buying a box um but i'm interested to try you know the other one i've got because based on what fred and and ben thought about there too and i think you know coop and and bear are probably going to give some high scores i definitely want to try the other one i hope it's uh better than
4: the one i had no well remember we these are all totally different blends so just because we loved ours doesn't yeah uh, yeah yours has to be amazing either exactly
2: all right Right, your, okay. Are we gotta, I gotta. Get, we're gonna see. Yeah. How we got. Oh, right. I right, think. Right, right. I think.
1: He, I think he. I think he nailed it. I think it's a Habano wrapper too. Like maybe Habano 2000 or something.
2: Just based on the way he described it. But I don't know anything else about the blend. Okay, I'm gonna read this. I don't think
3: it's a Habano 2000 wrapper. Yeah.
2: Now, now, first thing is, I'll say they had this as the strongest cigar of the 12. This was full. They had this as the only cigar of the 12 that was full. By the way. So they had this. That. That. different, differ, but okay. Yeah, but but. So let me read this sun dried premium with an oily sun grown uh, sun grown premium, oily sun grown wrapper, coating a blend of aged fillers and binders. Roll to perfection is full bodied will entice your taste buds with notes of cashews, wood, leather and hints of cayenne spice. The aura rooster is a masterpiece surely to entice your taste buds with notes of cashew, wood, leather and hints of cayenne spice. They said that twice. Okay, the sentence is in it twice. Here. Uh Make sure you are sitting. Okay, the rooster is a strong one. Don't put him uh, against the. Uh, don't put him in the, against the corner uh, because he won't back down. The blend. Ecuadorian Habano two thousand wrapper, Nicaraguan oh. binder, Nicaraguan filler. Good job, Aaron and Bear. Oh, you nice. you had, you, nailed, you nailed it, Aaron. Yeah, but Uh, when I read that description, I know that's not a cigar in your wheelhouse.
5: I mean, I did this. Well, right, but I will, I will tell you. I'll echo and now, because I was wondering, like, okay, am I, you know, later in the evening? It's not my first cigar today. I'm like, man, this thing is strong. And so when you talked about full body, and I had said it kept ramping up, and the first third wasn't as bad, but it built up strength and body throughout so that doesn't surprise me to say it's not the heaviest one because it was it was yeah they they wrong. had
2: this as the strongest of the 12 yeah man i well i begged it i would love to smoke that then compared to mine i thought mine yeah. was really strong i thought my
3: i thought mine was a medium plus for sure and then they said it was a medium so yeah
2: i mean everyone's different with these Um yeah and then you had mild to medium actually they had for you I, I don't think i mentioned that
4: well that is mine did start mild to medium but then I, but i thought it ramped up to The end it went with your reservoir will medium. do that.
2: A reserver always did that with me, you're right, yeah.
4: exactly right. Because it, yeah. it started mild, medium, yeah. medium, then medium, then yeah. medium plus the yeah. you know, Lorena full to me, yeah yep.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, you Barrier, guys are very I good at see.
2: blessing you guys did a really good job guessing the tobaccos, by the way. Um, I know I wouldn't
0: have done this good, so all right, bear, you're next. um well, I think I think the
1: cigar performed ex, uh, extremely well, um, despite the the waviness of the burn. I think it has to do with the the, the, the wrapper and stuff. Uh, it kind of corrected itself. The draw was, you know, really uh, was a little too tight for me in the ver- in the first third. It opened up in the second third, and the and it stayed open the rest of the way. So I, I got to really enjoy the cigar from that standpoint. Um, I. Uh, I talked about all the flavoring components and stuff. It really, really complex, deep, very spicy. Really I thought it was extremely full. Um apparently I was wrong. So uh according to the medium but, full. They
2: said medium to full is what they said.
1: But right. um I thought it had the power and the pop. Um, so it to me, the wrapper is without question Connecticut Broadleaf. Um, that the way it looked, the way it smelled right off the bat. I mean, I pretty much pegged it from the very beginning, and the way it burned, that the combustion, everything you could just definitely tell that um, that it was Connecticut Broadleaf. Um, and the that power, that pop that I talked about, it just really reminded me of that Connecticut. That, excuse me, Connecticut. That Camacho Ecuadorian. So I think that the binder has got to be Equ- that like Ecuadorian. Um, for sure. and then I really it really kind of activated my my saliva gland. So I think in the filler and with that red pepper flake and that pepper blast on the retro, there's got to be Nicaraguan, and I would say Dominican as well in the filler. So that's my guess is Connecticut broadleaf wrapped over an Ecuadorian binder with Nicaraguan
2: and Dominican filler. All right. Dark, oily and downright thick, the aura pig brings a mouthful of flavors. Carrillo esque blending results in palate arresting experience with strong yet smooth notes of black pepper, roasted coffee, cocoa, and earth combined with an undeniable sweetness. The smooth the finish, and that's why I asked you, this, is smooth and creamy. And Bear, um, I hate to say this to you, you've got you nailed the blend 100%. Connecticut broadleaf okay. wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, Dominican and Nicaraguan filler. Boom. What was your score? Um, yeah, I think that, on, unfortunately,
1: I think the first third, uh, well, it, it was enjoyable from a flavor standpoint. The draw really set it back for me um, and, and kind of prevented it kind of getting that echelon that that Fred and, and uh, Ben read. That being said, I would smoke the cigar again in a heartbeat. Um, I'd love to see if it would have a more open draw. I think it would pr- potentially have a higher score, but for me, this the
0: score is a 91.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's good. That's pretty high for you.
0: William okay yeah what's your what's your guess Coop Uh, oh I know I know I know it I I
2: know the blend so I can't um I bet I, I know the rapper yeah so um let me just say um this cigar the first two thirds were amazing um the final third was average so it wasn't you know what didn't I didn't I wasn't nubbing it like Ben's, but it book this score. This cigar scored some major points uh, throughout the thing, even even though it didn't score great on the draw. Okay, because um, I did. I think the draw it was a little too open for me. Um, but I gave this cigar a ninety, which uh, you know in today's cigar coupe, the nineties are 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 not consolation prizes that you have standard to of excellence baby the standard of excellence which is different from a few years ago um so i mean this is a solid uh 90 for me it, like i said this probably would have gotten 91 had it um and it could have had 92 had it had a um better you know had it had better draw and finished up better at the end um so let me let me uh let me read what it said uh a spicy top note of black pepper leads i want to guess too yeah. Yep, that's what I said at the beginning. Leads to a set of medium notes that have wood, earth, and nut. Then moving to long, a uh, long, subtle, sweet finish. Yep, sweet, rich, creamy, and balanced flavors, as its namesake, or a goat, is call it, has a, hints to a milky flavor, uh, that characterizes goat's milk. A true delight for all cigar lovers. So, bear, you guessed the wrapper, correct? It was an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Sumatra, which I'm, you know, I'm very picky on Sumatra wrapped. Mm. It's, 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 it's polarizing. That's really.
1: why I asked you about it being a classic Carrillo Yep. I think it's. I think it's. Yep. Smart. Uh, is there a Honduran in your blend? too? Wow. The way you kind of described yeah.
2: it. Oh yeah, there is Honduran, Dominican binder, and Dominican Nicaraguan and Honduran filler. It was. Did yeah. you
4: get like any kind of like tonic flavors? Out? I don't remember you saying anything about that.
2: No, I didn't get anything like that. No. Yeah. I, it's, I, I, it's I yeah I didn't really get that part uh I mean the milky characteristics with the creaminess that was in the first half of that cigar, I definitely say it well, uh,
4: maybe that's what they're talking about, I guess
2: yeah I mean but the the the, the mil- but the second half no, the second half no uh it like I guess got a little like I said it was average the last third, and you know but like I said um it was for i'm I'm very polarizing on on sumatra and and when I saw I had the Sumatra blend, I'm like, crap, you know um, <laughs> I mean Fred, I loved your sumatra, uh, but there's you know. It's, I, there's a lot of Sumatras I do like, but it's just hit or miss with me. Um, yeah. and so, uh, but Ernesto, I tend to like his Sumatra. That's the thing I've always liked, yeah. You know, especially with some of the short runs he's done. So I, you know, Ernesto, I do have a little, uh, but this blend, I don't, I don't really recognize this blend much at all. You know, I didn't really, really didn't, wasn't, yeah.
1: wasn't that the Sumatran inch? Didn't he have a Sumatran inch that had Honduran yeah. tobacco in it? I think one of the more
2: recent ones. Yeah. I mean, he started
4: I, working with the, the
2: recent short runs of using Honduran tobacco.
4: Yeah, the sh- right. The,
2: well, there big, was there
4: was two short runs that used Sumatra, wasn't there? That was one of the repeat ones he did. Yeah, with the Sumatra.
2: 2010 and 2013 with
4: Sumatra, right? Yeah, and
2: th- those were great
4: cigars. I agree. But they didn't
2: use Honduran. They didn't use Honduran.
4: No, uh-uh. but I I I like I like Sumatra. I'm I'm I wouldn't say I'm a big fan of it, yeah. but I generally really like Sumatra wrapper cigars. So yeah. I wouldn't mind trying that one myself. But
2: yeah, I mean, like I said, I definitely would buy this cigar. Um I don't I guess I wouldn't buy it for eighty three. I wouldn't buy any cigar for eighty-three dollars, but um like I said, it I feel like, you know, it's part of this set. If they threw Sumatra in there, I'm more than satisfied with this and, and would easily smoke it again. So uh with no problem. So um we had a pretty like I said, it was hard, it's hard to kind of nail the scores because everyone had a different blend. Mm-hmm. but still a pretty good range. That's not bad. And, uh, without, put-
3: going, without going through all the other one coops, the ones that we didn't smoke, are, the, is he all of, are they all just totally different? I mean, are the rappers? Oh, yeah, yeah. On? I'll just yeah. Kind,
2: of, I'll kind of peruse through some of these. So, and I don't remember who's had it, but, but you're the rat, okay? Is Brazilian Araparaca, Ecuadorian, and Nicaraguan with a medium to full smoke. Um, you're the tiger, which I think I have is a is an is the other Sumatra one. It's a, but it's an Ecuadorian Sumatra risotto. This was a darker one. Uh, Dominican binder and Dominican and Nicaragua filler. Um, year of the Dragon was uh, a Mexican San Andreas, Ecuadorian and Nicaraguan cigar, medium to full. Year of the snake was the other Jalapa wrapper. And that oh that year of the snake is a full full one too. I made a mistake bear. Uh, Jalapa, it's all Nicar it's the it's the only Nicaraguan Puro. A wrapper wrapper only Nicaraguan tobacco on the snake, mm. uh, horse, goat, uh, monkey is the Corojo. It's an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper over Ecuadorian binder and Nicaraguan filler.
4: That's a dark Corojo wrapper. Yep, uh, that's the other one I have. Is that yep. one?
2: And then this was this that he has. This is another interesting one. Dog, which I think you got, bear. Yeah. Um, and I hate it when I gave this. I said, why did I give him this one? Right. This is the most interesting blend, I think. He's got a Dominican Corojo-Criollo hybrid over Dominican binder and Dominican and Brazilian filler. That's as un-Ernesto a blend as I've ever seen. He doesn't usually go... He usually always has Nicaraguan somewhere in there. Hmm. And that was described as a medium to full cigar. And uh, I think there's one more I left out. Uh, No, I got them all. I got them all.
4: Who has the ox one? Does anybody Aaron. The
2: oh, ox? did I read? The, did I? I may have not read ox for Aaron. Oh, Aaron,
4: there were. No. Oh, I didn't
2: read ox for Aaron. yet. Yeah. I didn't read the ox for Aaron. I'm sorry. It's a uh, U.S. Connecticut Abano over Ecuadorian Binder and Nicaraguan Filler. Hmm. Okay. So that's using that's using the uh the pledge wrapper. That mm-hmm. one.
4: The Aiden's Aiden is a uh, year of the ox. This one. Yeah. see if somebody wanted to trade yeah that's Prepare, your birthday i'm, really, I'm so
2: really curious when you smoke that that one the dog because uh, like i said that i thought was the most interesting blend in there yeah so i haven't smoked it yet it's right here in front of me yeah so yeah i'm kind of curious it. on let us let me like let us know when you do that one because i'm kind of curious on
4: that Man, I'll, I'll send you the ox for free if you send me some cologne oh i got <laughs> your box your bo- I'm, I'm, I'm about to have to change out the box i got your stuff in <laughs> i got yeah. i got about <laughs> Another yeah. 10 more samples I threw yeah. in there yesterday. Yeah. But so, um yeah, you know, this is the thing we'll throw out to the audience too. We all each one of us have another one of these that we were just gonna smoke on our own. But mm-hmm. if if y'all would like, we could do another one of these with those other cigars. Just let us know in the comments and yeah. either on Facebook or YouTube or let us know. Would you like to see another one of
0: these? Yeah,
4: yeah. But, um, I think we covered this one pretty good. I yep. mean, it really yeah. interesting how all of these different blends, we got out of them and it was just a really cool concept. I think it's really neat. Um, it's just, you know, it's a really cool different way to do the, the Chinese Zodiac calendar, you know, different was, from what everybody's done.
2: It was, I think, mean, so we, we got to thank EP Corolla. First of all, they, they gave us this opportunity to do this, um, It was very nice of them to do that um and they really didn't ask anything from us other than just enjoy the cigars so um you know we thank them on that too so i think they did a good job yeah Um, fantastic thank you so much for that i really appreciate
4: it yeah well then we're going to wrap up the um the youtube uh version here so please if you're watching this on youtube please like comment and subscribe and we'll see you next time take care